Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Eclipse Phase. This is a scenario that I have run once before with some new trimming uh, chucked on it, a new lick of paint, as it were. Uh, this scenario is called the 310 to Elysium. Uh, let's have our players introduce themselves, starting with... Hi, I'm Jen. Um, I am going to be playing today a Hidden Concern Assassin named Double O in a Octomorph. And uh, just as a side note, I have a dice shop called Eclectic Eccentricities on Etsy at Etsy slash shop slash Ecky Rose. Is your display picture your um, on G Plus? Uh, are those necklaces things that you made? That is some of the stuff that I make. I make dice jewelry of all kinds, and I make all sorts of cool special orders and stuff. Brilliant. So if you're watching the Hangout live stream, you can actually see an example of Jen's work whenever she talks. <clears throat> and I'm George. I will be playing the Scum Enforcer uh, add-on to, uh, to the mission here. Is your character's name add-on? No, uh, my character's name is uh, Dwee Yarden Tang. Dwee Yarden Tang. I'm going to write that down as Tang. <laughs> Brilliant. Tang and double art. Double O. Brilliant. So, uh, you guys uh, are active on the Crim Net. Uh, and for whatever reason, um, you are on or near to Mars. Maybe, maybe uh, Tang, you were uh, you were on the Get Your Ass to Mars swarm, uh, and you thought a nice break from the Scum Olympics, go down to Mars and kill some people. Uh, as to our hidden concern assassin, I'm sure you had some shadowy things to do on do on Mars. I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fine upstanding Octomorph, sir. Um, uh, brilliant. Uh, but you uh, both got uh, sent uh, requests on the Gnet um, asking if you would like to participate in a joint security uh, operation uh, to test the security of a uh, Martian uh, long-haul transport, uh, transport train. Um, we were told that this train has a mixed cargo of passengers uh, and uh, mining equipment and supplies for various small towns out in the Martian outback. Um, so it's very much... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's similar to the trains of... Um, the old west right so they're hauling people and equipment rather than like a freight train or a uh or, or a passenger train like we have now it's just not economical to divide that way in the martian train business okay um, the fact that this this notice is posted on the cr uh, crime net suggests to you that it's probably not a security test but like they're framing it that way in case some security executive is lurking on the G net, which they often do. 
um, <laughs> under false accounts. So, uh, yeah, and they don't name uh, where the train will be. You are told to meet uh, in Ashoka City, um, where you will uh, begin uh, pre-planning and uh, whatnot. So... <coughs> Uh, excuse my cough today, uh, uh, listeners. I've I have been recovering from a sickness for like a month, um, which is why you don't go to conventions. You get sick and you die. <laughs> you get con plague. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, let me, where's the map in the book? That's what I want. Um, because they have the cities on here. Uh, so a little bit of information about Ashoka City. Ashoka is located in a crater in the Ayers uh, Vallis region, about 3,000 kilometers northeast of Vallis New Shanghai. Vallis New Shanghai being the nicest city on Mars. Uh, not far from the landing site of the early Viking and Pathfinder probes. Um, the town is a popular spa and spiritual retreat for marshes wanting to uh, retreat, uh, sorry, to revisit their uh, pioneer roots. It is also an active terraforming station and a major point of contact between the semi-nomadic Barsoomians and the settled Martians of the equatorial Kenyan lands. Uh, so... That also indicates that it is uh, probably uh, there's probably a lot of an interesting undercurrent to Ashoka in that the people of the Kenyan lands are, you know, planetary consortium people, um, whereas the people that live uh, out in the boonies is the American parlance, I believe, uh, or the outback are people that very much support a non-incorporated Mars, a non-corporate Mars, a Mars that has a proper government and, like, is controlled by Martians and has proper representation rather than uh, rather than just being a bunch of corporate executives pretending that they were totally elected to their position. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Bunch of people with uh, signs picketing Mars for Martians, Mars for Martians. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know if they describe what a, a shoker looks like, but I would imagine that it is not. Uh... Yeah, here we go. Uh, so a shoker is kind of built into the ground, so it's like sort of sunk in. Um, you can probably think of it as being, uh, yeah, it doesn't have a huge dome. It's basically just a big cylindrical pit with a like lens-shaped lens cover over the top. So picture a um, like a a, lo a super colossal long greenhouse uh, that's been buried. Uh, so the roof is uh, is visible, right? Uh, if okay. that makes sense. So that's kind of what it looks like. Um, yeah, it's just this big, huge. Mute. Never mind. Some fire engines going by. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to yell mute. To... <laughs> that's fine. So, uh... sorry. 
yeah, you guys, you guys, they know uh, we're on a mission. You guys step us. off, uh, step off the train into Ashoka. Um, you, uh, you know, hear some fucking some police sirens. Uh, someone must be protesting downtown. Uh, where would the hidden, where would the, this is a mission for the hidden concern. Where would the hidden concern have you meet in Ashoka? Like, is this, uh, do you meet in a bar? Do you meet at a market? Um, there are Hindu temples in Ashoka, which you can probably guess from the fact that it's called Ashoka. Um, um, I wonder, I wonder if there, if any octomorphs worship Hindu gods because they see themselves represented in the many armed figures. <laughs> um, are there any sushi shops? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I will find the seediest looking sushi shop. And that is where I will be. <laughs> uh, where we won't eat anything. There's a, oh, no, ne- I'll eat. <laughs> there's a neon sign. Uh, you, you go to one of the bars. Um, you both, you, you're not traveling together. You wouldn't even know. You would only know each other by your handles at this point. Um, you're both meeting in the other. Uh, uh, you both know to go to this sushi restaurant. You, you've given it. It's pinged as a location. For you, but there's no uh, there's no name listed, and then you get to you you know you walk through one of the busy bazaars of Ashoka and come round into these kind of offshooting alleyways, and you see the sushi place, and you realize well it doesn't have a name. Uh, this looks like one of the oldest buildings, one of the one of the very old buildings in Ashoka. This has not been renovated a lot recently. Uh, you see uh, an uh, an actual uh, an LED. Uh, sign above it, which like, why? Why is there an oh. LED sign and not just an AR sign? There's no <laughs> AR sign, AR tags for for the shop at all. Uh, and the sign just says "cheap sushi." <laughs> uh, uh, Tang looks up and down the street, uh, looking for gas lamps and a town crier. While we're at it. <laughs> That's how archaic an LED sign is today. Um, yeah, you walk, uh, you guys walk up to it. Uh, I guess you probably notice that this other person is heading in, this Octomorph and this, uh, this is Tang a woman in this body? Uh, is your body female uh, presenting? Uh, yep, Tang is in a Fury Morph. So they don't, Fury the... Morphs are normally female, but they don't have to be. Uh, she got one of the, uh, one of the overwhelming majority that are, in fact, female. Oh, good. You got one of the good ones. Uh, so you, yeah, you see this, you know, this woman, uh, looking, you know, you, you can tell that that is, that's probably not a splicer. It's, it's definitely some variation of militarized morph. Um, and you know, an octomorph is an octomorph, unfortunately. Uh, and you both I, slip in. That's racist. Well, are you are you no, uh, are you a, are you a taco or are you in a uh, are you in a biological? Uh, it's an octomorph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. I didn't mean an octopus morph is an octopus morph. I meant the the neo uh, octomorph is like there's. Unfortunately, there's very little variation in uh, uplift morphs. It is a big point of contention for uplifts that humans get like 
humans get like twenty to four hundred variation on on their shitty frames, but we get three different kinds of octomorph. <laughs> and one of them is a squid. <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah, you guys walk in, there's one other person in here besides the old uh Japanese couple uh that seem to be in really early looking rustomorphs. Um they look like they're that the, they look like those rustomorphs are probably aging out. They're gonna have to swap out soon into new bodies. Um but yeah you see a woman in the back hacking away um at something it's probably not a it, it looks like a big slab of 3D printed meat. Uh, and she's hacking away at it with a with a hatchet while this old man is like is at a counter and he's sort of mumbling complaints under his breath that your muses are having trouble translating for you. <laughs> um uh yeah and the uh and the uh synth at the bar is uh, it uh, a a very kind of worn down, uh, silvery, uh, synth morph. You can't quite tell the make of the synth morph. Um, and it looks like at one point it was painted, and it's basically been sandblasted uh, by the Martian winds. You can see that that it's got that Martian rouge on it. Uh, and the uh, synth morph is wearing cowboy boots, a uh, dry as a bone, which is a, an Australian uh, cattleman's trench coat, basically, a duster coat, are made of like this treated waterproofed cotton, uh, and a and and like a cowboy hat that's made out of uh, rat, like rattan, so like cane. <laughs> Sort of a cane kind of consistency to it, and he's sitting at the nice. bar, and uh, you see him, you see the robot gesture to these two cups next to it. And he says, uh, "Why don't you all grab a drink?" <laughs> With a metallic reverb to yeah. his lazy southern drawl. Yeah. Uh, I will. Uh, sidle as best I can sidle up to the bar and um, I'll order a drink and I will order some sashimi you see that he's got two drinks prepped for you guys already and he's holding an empty cup Um, but if you look at it in the AR band the cup has like uh, in in the augmented reality uh, version of this room um, there is uh, there's like this foaming, bubbling liquid in his cup, but if you turn the, if you flicker the AR off, uh, it's not there. So he's probably drinking a uh, uh, a a synthetic. Um, what is the word? So he's drinking an, uh, a. He's probably running Virtual. a narco algorithm that simulates uh, drinking alcohol, which is what a lot of synth food is. They they sample. Yep. Um, because synths can still have all the human sensations that uh, biomorphs have um, normally, so they can still feel those sensations 
uh, but like he doesn't have the capacity to put the liquid in his mouth because he doesn't have a mouth. Um, so he's uh, so he's consuming no liquid. He's probably you know yeah. Gotcha. Okay. You get the point. Yep. <laughs> Running a simulation of the drink that is probably based on like user reviews of the particular drink that they sell here. Uh, Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, so you go, you know, you wait for your order to come. Then uh, he says, uh, well, so uh, I'm going to be your fixer uh, on this particular mission. Now, I've organized an extraction for y'all from the train after you've acquired the package. Uh, And we'll get to what the package is first. But I do want to talk to you about your planned entry. Uh, Were y'all thinking of boarding the train here and just waiting? Or did y'all want to jump on board (laughs) mid-progress? So drink is half gone at this point. And uh, and Tang's like, well, all the stuff that I was planning on bringing probably wasn't going to make it through bag check. Fair so, enough. So boarding seems like a good idea. See him like, uh, he half pulled something out of his coat and see him let go of it. Uh, there are probably your tickets for the train. He'll just <laughs> he'll just stop them. <laughs> Tosses them right into a nearby fire. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, no. He's, he's a he's a realist. He'll use that to get drug money. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I can I can sort that out for you. Uh, we'll just need to pay the pilot a little more, and uh, he'll try and fly his under the radar. Now, we were planning to pull our heist after you pulled out of a little town called. Uh, Simon's Respite. Uh, Simon's Respite is pretty much a ghost town, uh, except for the fact that there is a mine 200 kilom- uh, 100 kilometers uh, outside of it. Uh, so a lot of people uh, offload there and then take a bus out to the mine. Um, so we'll probably hit after you pull out of Simon's Respite. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's an hour beyond Arabia Terra. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But uh, you guys don't have a lot of time to get underway. Uh, is there anything... Oh, right. The mission. I didn't actually tell you is what you're stealing. Or who we... <laughs> anyone needs to uh, not make it back? We need you to pull the cortical stack of a man being escorted to Elysium uh, by a couple of uh, hypercorp professionals. Um, This man uh, will be known to them uh, as uh, as Hmm. Jai. Uh, However, if you're particularly apprised of criminal goings-on, you will know him as Leviathan Seer of Stars. Can I make a... Let's see. 
what's your what's your criminal networking what's your reputation score for criminal uh, g rep is 80 80 and what is your networking criminals Sixty-five. All right. So I won't make you roll. Um, Leviathan Seer of Stars. How do you spell Seer? S-E-E. Is it just spelled like Seer? S-E-E-R. S-E-E-R, yeah. So it's not the same as Seer. Seer of Stars. Leviathan Seer of Stars is supposedly... A um, he's somewhat of a criminal forecaster. He has an uncanny ability to know what, um, how an operation or particular action is going to affect um, other uh, other po- political maneuvers. Uh, and how uh, to manipulate the fallout from a specific job. Um, his name uh, comes from, uh, is a bit of a joke, implying that he is somewhat of an astrologer, right, that he reads the stars. Uh, he is a neo-citizen, so a whale. Um, where there are whales and porpoises in the hidden concern, but they basically can never proceed beyond a certain rank. Um, I would probably um, describe it as a lot of my knowledge of criminal syndicates uh, of 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 like the American mafia comes from movies and TV shows, but I would describe it as a lot as the way that the Italian mafia treated uh, Jewish people that became associates of the Italian mafia. Um, mm-hmm. That they kind of let them in because they shared neighborhoods, right? But like they never, they were never in positions of command normally. Yeah, they could never become made. Yeah, that's kind of my. That would be a way of de, of kind of describing it. You know, they're like, oh well, you know, you're good enough to manage the books and give us advice, but like, you're never going to get a, a a proper cut. Yeah, not bad for a mammal. <laughs> yeah, not bad for a mammal. Uh, now we're not quite sure what Morph Jai uh, or Leviathan is running in. But no doubt you'll be able to pick him out by the uh, by the gaggle of uh, by the gaggle of I'm trying to decide which group it is. Odds or even, George? Even. Even by the uh, gaggle of Medusa agents surrounding him, or Gorgon? Gorgon. Gorgon agents. Gaggle of Gorgons. Yeah, the Gaggle of Gorgons. Ah. Gorgon. So the two main security can um, hypercorps are direct action and Medusa or, or Gorgon security. Um, Gorgon security is extropian aligned, whereas um, direct action is PC, uh, planetary consortium. Uh, but they're both hypercorps. Yeah. All right, then. Um, direct action was the worst one. Direct action was the 
if I rolled odd instead of even. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, is there anything else you guys need from me before you... Oh, yeah. We need his cortical stack. And if you can, there is a shipment of weapons uh, on that there train. Now, we've managed to manipulate it so that the train carriage is at the end of uh, the maglev train. So, if you can, in your escape, sever that car from the rest of the train, we have operatives uh, ready to recover that object. So you have an optional object, Sweet. basically. Uh, so is there anything you guys need? Or shall we jump to the train, Joe? So, let me see here. So we've got uh, an optional thing to disconnect the train. Mm -hmm. So, let's see. That could be a so, technical challenge or an explosives challenge. Uh, well, I've got a sword. <laughs> but probably explosives would work better. So, what do you think, Oh, You got any explosives in there? It's double O. It's abbreviation. It's something we humans do. It's okay. already an abbreviation of obstinate octopus. Oh. All right, All right double O. Wow, the people that made that uplifted you did not have a high opinion, did they? <laughs> when they nicknamed you, and you're like, fine, I'll fucking keep it. Fuck you. <laughs> you said as your beak enveloped their head. Basically. <laughs> obstinate? You think I'm obstinate? Well, you taste awful. You want to call me obstinate? I'll show you obstinate. <laughs> I love imagining that. It's like that's, and it's like, oh, this is the uplift group. We call that one. Uh, we call that one cheerful. We call that one Joey. Uh, that, that don't don't talk to that one. That what one's about kind that of scarred fella up the back. <laughs> <laughs> that scarred fella up the back singing slave tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. We call that one. Obstinate octopus. What are splash micro missiles? Uh, so... With saboteur nanites. Saboteur nanites are things that just destroy objects, but they make the... But when they destroy them, they don't make them obviously destroyed. So they break the internal components, but if you were walking past the machine, you wouldn't notice that it was broken. Um, splash missiles. Do I still have the chucks? Eclipse phase wicked. I do. So... Grenade types... Grenade types, grenade types, is splash, yeah, splash. Splash round spread a contained substance, drug, chemical, nanoswarm, or paint over a base 10 meter radius when they detonate. Drug, I'm sorry, list those off one more time. Splash grenades. Yep. Oh, or splash rounds for a, uh, for, for something. Uh, spread a contained substance, a drug, a chemical, a nanoswarm, or a paint over a 10-meter radius when they detonate. 
Okay, so I have 12 splash micro-missiles that all have saboteur nanites in it. Well, that's a great way to fuck up a train without it, without anyone really knowing why it's being fucked up. <laughs> you just, you guys fly past the train and then the octopus just shoots a bunch of seeker missiles at the train and it looks like it gets painted. And like the dude on the train's like, damn kids graffitiing the train? <laughs> Wait, why is, why is the power cutting out? Meanwhile, just every warning siren goes off at once. Uh, or I could fire it toward the last... Yeah, you don't necessarily be... need the train to stop. You can repel onto the train. Well, I don't need the entire train to stop. Well, yeah, exactly. If I aim these uh, splash micro-missiles at the connector between the last cart and the second to last cart, mm. could I use them to help to separate it? It would probably break the lock. Um, it would probably disable all the safety measures that makes it, make it so that when you break the lock, the train doesn't uncouple. Uh, and it would probably also break the uh, door locks and things like that and air seals. So the last car and the car that becomes the last car would both become um, evacuated, but you're in a terraform part of Mars, so the people would have, a, you know, like half an hour to find an air source. You know, uh, so yes, you could. It's not going to just take out the door lock, but it's not going to damage the contents of the train. Is my point. Well, yeah, what I was trying to figure out is a way to yeah separate the last two cars. Yes, that would totally work, um, but it would do a bunch of damage to other things, but it wouldn't damage the gear in the well, in the train. Yeah, and it's not like he needs to be alive. So, so in what I imagine is now the uh, the AR interface, which is the planning mode, like map of the train that we are all like finger drawing things on, yeah, as you have uh, pointed out the uh, drawings and whatnot, and I am doodle and uh, Tang rather is uh, doodling little dick butts in the corner of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, okay, yeah, okay, sounds good. Uh, it's very much like playing a game using Roll Twenty. <laughs> a bunch of people are like, all right, so we want to move our characters around this way, and then someone's like, I'm just going to draw some fucking penises out of the bottom corner. Oh, God, that has literally been every time I've tried. All right, anyway. All right, so we've got the means. Uh, we can uh, separate the train cars. We can uh, run in. We've still got the Medusa guards, I guess. Um, I don't know. What happens if you shoot a, what happens if you shoot a person? With uh, one of those things. With a sabotage round? They probably get knocked off their ass, but nothing else. Because they don't yeah, do If they damage. were synth, it might, it might do something. If they were synth, it could fuck with them. You don't know what they're going to... You haven't worked yeah. out what their sleeve does yet. You don't even know I what your got, target is sleeve does. I've also got 12 concussion micro-missiles. That's so. true. Yeah, that'll fucking... That'll fuck them up. Man, they must have heard us talking. Well, no. It's the fuzz! So, alright, so our plan is to try and disconnect the last car, because that's the only one we need, right? Yeah. Yep. Once we do that, though, then it's on. So then, we might want to save that for later. Well, um, yeah, you can also use that as your entrance, right? So, Because it's going to break the doors on those two last cars. So yeah. if you find that sabotage missile in the middle, you release the car at the end, and then you have the door in, because... 
Like, why the guy's not going to be in the storage car. He's going to be in a passenger car. All right, and what do we need? Um, but you don't know which passenger car he's in. That would be a research or a networking check. You don't know what the guards are as. That would be a networking check. Um, what other things could you do before you get there? Um, yeah, those are two, the two main things. Okay, so my networking... Uh, I'm assuming that I'm going to have the less useful networking. So let me give this a shot here. Uh, let me get me out of the way first, and then Double uh, O can uh, can uh, talk to his criminal contacts. Uh, oh wait, I've got uh, I've got networking criminals too. Yep. Uh, I've got networking autonomists. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the odds that they would know something about this uh, this guy and what sort of morph he would be in or what he would well, look like? So, Autonomous covers the Barsoomian movement, um, who are always looking for ways to free Mars. Um, so, uh, okay. there's probably like Ashoka, I feel, would be one of the cities that is full of Basumi of uh, Basumian movement, like spies and political radicals, um, because of the fact that it's this melting point uh, between the city dwellers and the outback guys. So, okay. like, it's probably kind of like this. Um, it's probably it's probably like the like the that Berlin thing from the Cold War, right? It's probably the the. The east, east the shoker and west the shoker, or probably north and south. <laughs> right? oh, um, and there's probably not a border between them, but like there's this unspoken of border, right? And the train station's <laughs> probably right on the borderline. Yeah, there's a there's a place where the buildings change color, and you roll up your windows if you're from a certain part of town, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. All right, uh, all right, so. And Jen is also a firewall agent, so she can do cool firewall things. Ah, okay. So I, not me, that your character I, would know that. But. Yeah. No, I have no idea. I just noticed that. Also, I'm actually native. My native language is Russian, so that could explain more of the obstinate octopus. <laughs> Russians are obstinate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those Russian uplifts—they got all the. They got all the worst qualities. War, War and peace is how they taught you human culture. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we, uh. we taught the uplift to read using uh, the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> Made more sense than when we taught Whale to read using uh, Moby Dick. That was not, not best choice in retrospect. <laughs> all right, so... Make okay. networking check. Um, sure. uh, I'm going to go with autonomous, and I'm assuming that the role is going to be how I can spin this to be, yeah, this will totally free Mars. Yeah, it's also and... finding someone that would be interested in you. Because remember, like, it, it's freeing Mars if they get to call you in later. So, like, doing a favor for you means they can use you later. Be like, we need a guy to kill a guy, and we need it not to be linked back to the movement. You're a filthy, you're, you're a scum swamp person. How about you come down to Mars and murder somebody for me? It's like, are they a hypercapitalist? Yes, I'd love to. Sure. Uh, I, I failed the roll, though. I got a 76 out of 50. Do you want to flip it? Uh, I've got five to... moxie, so yes. 
Do you want to? Uh, well, actually, I can't flip it because uh, I've got fifty skill, so it's yeah, not so going to help. You want to re-roll? Re yeah. Uh, sure. I'll burn the moxie to re-roll. Yeah, you've got five. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Twenty-six. Nice. So, what is your rep score with autonomists? With autonomists, uh, which one is there? Is again at rep at rep. Ah, I've got sixty at rep. Nice. You can definitely call in a favor for this. So, what are you looking for? You want to know what the guy's sleeved in, right? Uh, yeah. It's just I I know that there is going to be a guy surrounded by Gorgon mooks, and uh, that he is going to be a whale that is walking around in something that can fit in a train. Uh, what would make sense? You get in contact with somebody that also has criminal networking just like you, and it's a Crimson Tide member um, that's uh. uh, called Yellow Eye. Uh, and she works on Mars uh, finding out shit about where um, Cognite is keeping their newer, newer uplifts. She's basically an exfiltration expert. She breaks into um, Cognite facilities and frees uplifts, but she particularly looks for Orca uplifts because she's an Orca. Ah, okay. Um, and she's currently in Ashoka, and she's like, oh, well, I'm tracking somebody at the train station, so I can track, uh, I can try and track your guy too. I know, I know how to spot a race trader. Um, uh Ah, sweet. You are a lifesaver, Meliella. Yellow eye. Just oh, anyway. Sure. 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 Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, yeah, she contacts you back. She's like, yeah, so, um, I got a possibility for you. Um, I see a guy flanked by four dudes in suits. They are in guard morphs, I can tell you that much for sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as this dude's clearly never been in a... Never been in a human morph before. He's having trouble. It seems like he's struggling to breathe, uh, which means he's, he was sleeved recently. Um, yeah, mm. that's totally... That's totally one of the family. Uh, yeah, the guy's got, a. the guy's got new, new land, new, new land, uh, land walker all over him. But, uh, yeah, he's got, he's in a, he's in a best I can tell from looking at him. He's in a, in a splicer. Uh, he's wearing a, wearing a pretty... Pretty nice suit, to be honest. Looks like it's made out of real fibers and shit. None of this. It's not smart fabric. So that's good. It means he ain't going to change shape on you. Uh, change his outfit. But, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's your guy. It's in a red... Uh, red suit in an old earth cut. Very symmetrical suit. Sweet. Can you send me a pic? Yeah, she sends you a pic of him, and you see the you see the four guards around him. So a guard morph, by the way, is a Terminator okay. morph. Yeah, it I is, saw them in the. It is a yeah, synth with uh, with 
uh, organic masking over the top. Um, they, you know. All right. So I am. Uh, I'm just going to send that to. Uh, I'm just going to share that with Double uh, O, and I am going to. I don't know if this is going to be a mechanical thing at all, but I am mm -hmm. going to tell my uh, tell my muse, mm -hmm. Navi to uh, take a look at this picture here and uh, as we're running around if you see some if you see this target uh, just have them pop up on the tacnet AR just have them outlined highlighted in red or something you see your muse um, download some face recognition software and it begins uh, prepping that for you um, yeah the train is about to leave which means that uh you know your your clock has started um but jen did you want to make any rolls as well um, um networking rolls can be made on the train uh, on the dropship as well by the way because um, yeah i can't think of any other gear we need to grab before we go and i and i know you had listed a couple options for things the to only, for, but... the other piece of information that would help you would be what train car they're in Oh, I thought. I'm sorry. I thought we actually were given that. No, you just uh, got no. the guys uh, leave Des. Uh, I will do network uh, networking criminals for that. Totally. So roll me networking criminals, and we know that your score is at eighty for your actual rep. Yep. Which, and means, I... which means you can basically find out where top secret install criminal installations are. I rolled a not six. Not six, brilliant. So a ticket scalper and. A guy working as a ticket scalper for the train, right? Uh, uh, you get in contact with him, uh, and you know that this guy, his ticket scalping thing is a front. So he's using a criminal enterprise as a front for another criminal, criminal enterprise. enterprise. Uh, his true purpose is he's an identity thief. <clears throat> totally scope the guy you're looking for. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I was thinking about trying to jack his ID, but, man, that guy's surrounded. Uh, but, yeah, they're, uh, they're in the – he's got a – I got his uh, ticket ID right here for you. And he pushes it across uh, the mesh to you. Uh, and you see it pop up. And he's in the third car from the back. Okay. Uh, so the last car is the one you need to disconnect. Then there's the second car from the back, and then the third car. So there's one car between you and your target when you, when you once you blow the carriage off. Uh, or you can go straight in through, straight onto the third car from the back, uh, rather than which would give you more more of an element of surprise. But we'll decide that when your drop ship is at the zone, right? Uh, are the tickets seating per area? Like you, you have to be seated in a certain area, but based on your ticket. Yes, they have assigned seating for the train. It's just like an airplane; you are allowed to get up and move around, but uh, they expect you to mostly stay uh, in your seat. Um, could I do a networking? Honestly, I don't know if Hypercorp would apply to this to have his seat changed at the last minute. Some big, some big hotshot doesn't want to you, sit in the back car. 
you can totally do that. Um, it might, it's a, I will tell you up front, it's a difficult check. Um, because like a network, uh, a hypercorp executive's probably already pulled strings to put him in this specific car. So you've got to pull strings to count a man, but it's not impossible. I'll, I'll give it a shot just to see. Um, what is your rep score for hypercorps? Which is C. C rep. C yeah. rep. Forty. It's not possible for you to succeed. Uh, not possible for you to call in this favor. Rather. Okay. It's totally possible for you to succeed and find the right person because that's what your networking score represents. How good you are at finding the person, but your reputation score represents how much clout you have in that field. You don't have enough to get a hypercorp executive's uh, pet informant moved. Right. And I've already sense. used a role for networking criminals. I wouldn't be able to use another one. Um, you'd totally be able to use another one. Um, that favor you pulled in wasn't uh, of the fa the caliber of mover dude. So you could totally, you might be able, you'd be able to do that. All right. Um, so roll for that. Yeah, um, go for it. All right. You could also use firewall because remember, firewall recruits people from every faction in the system if your firewall rep was particularly high, but your criminal rep's at 80, so that's totally going to be the best one for you to use. 67. Uh, of what's your network? 65. So I have to... I'll spend a moxie to reroll. Mm -hmm. 62. I made it. Yeah, <laughs> Just <that's>... barely. <laughs> um, okay. So somebody tells you, yeah, yeah, I can move that guy for you. Um, I got the info set to pull that off. Uh, but uh, look, I'm going to, I'm going to need a little something from you. Uh, in six Martian, in six souls time, I need you to be, uh, I need you to be uh, at the Triads Casino, out uh, out in the tro out in the Martian Trojans. The uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the particular fucking casino that I'm trying to think of. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna need you there. There's uh, there's certain networks that I can't get into uh, without some boots on the ground. So this is going to be an equal exchange, okay? Consider it done. Brilliant. Uh, fantastic. So you guys get onto... Uh, I said dropship earlier. It's actually a... On Mars, because of the air pressure, the uh, air pressure, the atmospheric pressure and the gravity... Humanity finally achieved their dream of flying cars. So they're cars that have um, quadcopter-like rotor blades that are big, uh, big gyro fans that fold out of them uh, to give them lift. Uh, and that's how the flying cars fly. Uh, so you guys... Uh, you know, you step out of the sushi place, and the guy says, uh, "Yeah, this is uh, this is where you meet your contact." You walk across the bazaar, and as you're walking through the bazaar, you're doing these networking checks. 
And then you see a large um, uh, four by four, uh, which is like a truck, like a what's the? I think I think you have four by fours in America. Yes. Yep. Cool. It's like a so it's like a Land Cruiser or something <laughs> uh, looking thing. Um, uh, and it's uh, it's painted um, with a Hypercorp logo that you recognize as the corp that runs a lot of the transportation logistics on on Mars. Um, so they actually run the trains. Uh, and you get inside uh, and inside the car uh, and the driver up the front uh, says to you, uh, yeah, bosses, we're just rolling out to expect the rails, yeah? And he looks back at you uh, guys. Uh, where? I fit into the tight places. Let's <laughs> look up the street and see if it's like, we're going to get in the wrong car? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. W- wink. Wink. <laughs> Yes, we'll inspect those cars. Yes, you guys, yes. You guys must be real technical operators uh, to do this kind of inspection. Uh, and he starts rolling down the street towards the uh, to, towards one of the airlocks uh, that will take you outside of Ashoka, uh, and then you start hauling us across the across the uh, Martian uh, desert kicking up a cloud of red dust. And after after like an hour of driving uh, out of the city, uh, he starts to slow down, and then you see the uh, gyro uh, blades uh, fold out from the side, uh, and, it start, and it take off, and then you pick up uh, a lot more speed and uh, start zipping off into the, uh, into the desert. Um, you know, a couple of hours later... Uh, he nudges uh, Tang awake. I don't know if the octopi would have slept. Uh, no, they wouldn't be able to tell either way. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Just like, uh, yeah, boss man, we're coming up on your train now, yeah? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, all right. Uh, and just start uh, getting... Just start... Uh, double checking weapons and whatnot that uh, I've managed to, I imagine, surreptitiously carry around with me at this point. You guys can see that he, this guy's in a Rasta morph, uh, which lets you know that you can probably open this uh, thing and he won't suffocate. Uh, the atmosphere is thick enough for him to breathe. He says, uh, uh, Here, here, take this. And he reaches under his seat and he hands you a like small uh, oxygen container. Uh, uh, like a like a rebreather mask. Uh, in case the boy that you're collecting doesn't uh, isn't in a ruster, he's gonna need some air. Oh. I'll oh, reach out and grab it. Hey, you know that's a good idea. I've uh, I've performed a few of these kinds of inspections, but uh, never on this particular train. Yeah. His accent does kind of wail around like that, right? It sort of flickers okay. like between several accents, um, which is very much the norm in the outback. You know, people speak uh, 
many languages out here. Normally, uh, Mandarin, Cantonese, Arabic, um, Hindi, uh, or some kind of um, some kind of uh, Indian subcontinent language, uh, and uh, and uh, some variation of English. Yeah, you'd get some weird accent drift with that mix. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so this car is driving along, flying along next to uh, the uh, train. It's kind of high into the left of the train, so they probably can't see it. Um, the train doesn't have any turrets or anything on it. Um, it probably has a Seeker missile launcher. Uh, but it is a deterrent. Uh, it is not intended for shooting down vehicles. It's intended for, uh, you know, driving off uh, opportunistic scavengers. Neat. Okay. All right. Well, you're up. And, yeah, your, your, this vehicle's mesh ID is of a rail line inspector vehicle, so the train would see it, Track that track it as a as a hostile, then get the mesh signal, and its eyes would immediately glaze over your vehicle, um, and would just assume that you're a friendly. All right, so we know that he was moved to the back train, right? Yes, so he is now in the yep. second car from the back because the back car is a is a uh, is a freight car, basically. Okay. Yeah, and we were planning on taking the last two cars uh, off anyway. So, well, the last right. one off, but yeah. Well, now I'll just take two. <laughs> yeah, you can just shoot the yeah the other lock, uh, and then you've got, and then you can stop the car and go. Um, so then, as he's so the, the 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 train, by the way, is a maglev train, uh, similar to the Japanese uh, maglev trains and the German maglev trains. So you see this monorail about. Um, a meter or two off the ground and then the train sort of hugs that rail uh, like a caterpillar uh, and it's shooting along it at incredible speeds. Um, the guy who's driving us here, is he in on what we're doing or is He's he just totally in on this? He knows what you That's do. That's what I wanted to double. I thought so. Yeah. He's a criminal and operative. So um, I would then set up and level the um, Seeker. Seeker rifle to, sm to fire the, uh, the micro missiles with the saboteur nanites. Mm -hmm. To. Did they tell you what smart ammo type your seeker missiles are? Does it say like homing or something on them? Um, it just says twelve splash micro missiles with saboteur nanites. Okay. Um, so gonna pick a smart ammo type. I am gonna assume you take homing, but just give me a second to bring it up. So all seeker weapons have a smart ammo type. Where the fuck is smart ammo? Seekers, beam weapons, ammo, smart ammo. Um I have them written down here. Yeah. Um it's not gonna be biter, it's not gonna be flare. 
Um, Uh, probably homing missile, right? When fired with a smart link system, the bullet identifies the target and uses nanosensors to lock on, correcting the bullet's trajectory with uh, surface alterations and tiny vectored nozzles. Apply a plus 10 modifier to attack tests, uh, culminative with aiming and smart link modifiers. Homing bullets are also used for indirect fire. So basically that means you can, you know, smart link gets you a plus 10, <laughs> Aiming gets you a plus 10. Uh, then your homing missile gets you a plus 10. Okay. Uh, and then uh, you can also and then you can also fire it um, you know, from behind cover if you need to or whatever. So right now I'm rolling at a plus 30? Yes. On kinetic weapons. Uh, seeker weapons. Seeker weapons. Okay, so I have a 90. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. guns are fucking OP in Eclipse Face if you have any ability to prepare, right? You can literally aim up a, aim up a shot for like five minutes and get a, you know, plus 30. Uh, and then you can get an, a, an ally to aid you. <laughs> like, hey, man, can you help me aid this shot? Sure. Oh, yeah. You want to help me with this shot? <laughs> uh, sure. He has to have seeker weapons, but it doesn't yeah. need, he doesn't need to roll. Okay. Do you have I, seeker weapons? Uh, do I? Or skills. It's a skill. Seeker oh, seeker weapon is a skill? Let me see here. Ba, 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 seeker. No. Okay. Yeah, so you All can't right. aid you on that one. Really. No, I've got kinetic weapons. 77. Fucking oh. <laughs> <laughs> you bullseye that shot. <laughs> um, you see, you see, like this uh, mist of silvery, uh, almost iron filing-looking cloud uh, explode uh, over the um, kind of the accordion sleeve between the two cars. And then you see the accordion sleeve start to unpeel, and you see a bunch of lights flickering on both of the cars, um, and you see the car, the the carriage kind of dip and alter, and then you see like a bunch of lights pop out on the tray on the bit of the rail, um, that 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 you guys just like zoomed past, so like where the train was a minute ago, basically. Um, you see, like, a bunch of lights fading in the distance and breaking, uh, turning, just turning off, basically. Um, you see the train starting to, like, slow, uh, a little bit, but not, like, uh, not like it's stopping, more like it's not getting enough, um, it's getting extra drag from somewhere, because there's no, there's a driver's compartment, driver's car to the train but the every carriage is the is its own power and energy source so each carriage is contained and can uh move and can lift itself uh on the maglev uh so each ca carriage carries its own weight and the main car is just the uh power supply and where the driver sits in case of an emergency uh, uh, so what I'm hoping that these accomplish is that 
it takes a, might take a minute or two or whatever is that it'll slowly where that'll disconnect these two cars it's totally but the rest of the train's not going to know because the nanites are preventing it from knowing and it'll just think yeah. it slowed down for a second um, you guys don't have access to the mesh on the tr- like you can access the mesh on the train but you're not going to have access to their um like secure communications does anybody have Profession security ops, um, profession small unit tactics, profession... I have profession contract got, killer. That's uh, it. I've got <laughs> profession bodyguarding. That I'll let you is. roll profession bodyguarding, sir. Sort of seems like the opposite of what I'm doing at the moment, but... Totally, but it is useful. <laughs> I got a 19 out of 40. Nice. Um, well, you're not even that good a bodyguard anyway. Um, <laughs> That's why you didn't stay with it. That's <laughs> like, you know, I had a summer job back on Earth as a bodyguard. Uh, jo- Johnny Mnemonic. Um, <laughs> actually, his summer job was breaking and entering now that I think about it, not bodyguard. Um, so That's a joke. Okay. That's a joke in the, in the movies. Uh, uh, yeah, my... Uh, what is her name? It's not Molly. It's Janie. Janie says, where'd you learn to do that? He says, I had a summer job. Breaking and entering. Uh, God. <laughs> Jeez. Great. Uh, so the uh, door. Yeah, you know that probably what's happening right now is that the train security are being told by the engineering staff and the, engi- and the train AI that they're losing sensor coverage um, in the back two cars of the train, um, but it's not registering. They didn't see any problem with the sensors before, so it's not like the sensors were t- uh, broken. It appears that something happened and the network, like the actual, there's a like a transmitter disruption, like uh, like if like a rat bit through an Ethernet cable, basically, is, is the okay. equivalent of, thing they're getting and the guards are like well do we need to check it out it's like well we're also noting some, noticing some power drop-offs we've actually got an increase in an excess of power to what we had like a minute ago um we're just getting really weird <laughs> really a whole bunch of cascading anomalies but none of them none of them like nothing catastrophic it's just a bunch of tiny problems that are all happening at the Eating same time. Eating away at everything. And the guys are like, well, do you want us to go check it out or not? I'm like, I mean, it's probably nothing, right? But we should check it out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we should check it out. Like, this is, you know, I imagine that uh, Tang is role-playing this in there. It's totally what they're saying, guys. And at some point, the security guards for that dude are going to be like, okay, guns out. And like they reach into their jackets and pull out their SMGs and unfold them, right? So like those Medusa guards are probably by now on standby. And then you see the train shoot off as the carriages roll backwards off of it. And you hear grinding on the maglev rail as because there's no power running to the magnetic, the electromagnets on the actual train cars as they smash and grind um, onto that super delicate maglev rail. Um, now, normally they'd have emergency generators that kick in should the carriage be separated off um, 
so that uh, so that they don't land and smash on the rail. But for some reason, those generators haven't kicked in. Can't imagine why. I, I, make, the, uh, I make the octopus equivalent of cracking my knuckles, which would be kind of rolling up a couple of my tentacles. And Should then I hear, just say... Hear a bunch of the tentacles like, make that suction cap being pulled off glass noise. And then I just say, my exalimium. And let's go. Uh, it's so Russian the, for we will break them. So the guy on the car pulls in and he's uh, like, you know, I'm not great at I'm not I'm not great at uh, at hovering uh, next to things, boss. So uh, I don't know. Maybe do you want me to land or uh, do you want him to land and then you'll climb up onto the rail? Or, yeah, let's do that. Or do you want land. him to make a skill check? Can um, he can he land on the on the car? To drop us off and then On take off? On top of the train car? He can totally do that. Uh, actually, my motivations are adventure. So I am going to say... No, nah, nah, just drive by. Just fly us by. Just fly us by. <laughs> Feel free to contradict me here. I said let's double. land on top. Okay. You can jump as we're flying. Yeah, then. you can I, jump I will... out of the car as it's, yeah. as it's hovering sure. above. Uh, so, George, make me a free running check. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. As much sense as any of this makes. It's not climbing, because you're falling. And it's not free fall, because you're not in zero G. Uh, art four. Fine, yeah, you fucking, it's great. <laughs> like, yeah, tactical <laughs> Uh, whereas the octopus just waits until the car touches down and then, like, slides out of the car. <laughs> uh, this is the difference between a, a hack and a professional. <laughs> you know, so do, like, the three-point landing and then you get out of the car sensibly. <laughs> and you, now they know where exactly we are. The car pulls up and he's like, all right, so I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go back a few kilometers and act like I was servicing this area and I'll uh, I'll start delaying those uh the uh the train train guys boss man yeah Yes All right Thumbs up Let me know when you need to be picked up Yeah Yes And he pull and the car pulls away and then you see him land and switch it into dry, ground mode and drive off down the track Uh it's called sort of half. It's not really a road next to the rail line. It's more a space that at some point was cleared of rocks. But uh, like, it's not like there's any vegetation in this part of Mars to like grow back or anything. Um, but uh, yeah, the the section uh, just abruptly there's no rocks in a in a like four meter wide section either side of the train uh, train line. Uh, but yeah, you guys are on top of the train. What now? All right. Uh, you have Tacknet? Sure. If you don't, you do, because you would have picked it up easy. It's a, not, it's a trivial right. bit of software. Yep, fair enough. Then it, then it's link up, and then we've got our little uh, interfaces on there, and we have our health meters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, run up to uh, run up to the door, and I am going to see what the inside looks like. I uh, got my SMG out. Yeah, I am just gonna suction cup down the side of one of the cars, that the side of the car we landed on. 
Uh, do you want to make me an infiltrate check to go unseen, Jen? Because you do have chameleon coding on your morph. Yes. Yeah. So you'll have a plus 20 to infiltrate, to be stealth ninja invisible dude. Cuddlefish it up. So I have an 85. Uh, 85. Okay. Yeah. I rolled a 91. <laughs> Do you want to spend Moxie? I've only got one left. Probably keep it then, right? Yeah. All right. So, George, you're, you're peeking up at the. You're hanging off the top and peeking at yep. the door, or did you jump onto the rail? Uh, rail is not going to shock me. So, I am. Uh, now I'm going to do the hold on to the lip and sort of peek down from upside down to see what they're doing and yeah, probably so, do a flip down thing. So the door, you can tell it's not open, but you can tell that it's not sealed anymore because you can actually uh, feel air rushing out of the cabin. Um, so you know that you could just pull it open with ease. Uh, Jen, you see a bunch of dudes in suits with like big kind of 80s looking mirror shades on um, with uh, hair pulled into top knots, uh, men, uh, three men and a woman uh, standing around this guy. And like the woman's got her hand on his shoulder and like pushing him down on the ground. And they're all pointing their guns around the room and all these people screaming and losing their minds. Uh, and you see a, a, a guy uh, in um, kind of looks, he's got a weird attire. Um, He's got like a button-up kind of blue cotton suit or dress shirt on and like uh, blue jeans um, and like cowboy boots. Uh, And you see like a gun strapped to his hip um, and he's got got like a trucker's hat on. So he's kind of dressed like Sam Neill? Um, yeah, to a degree. That would be an ac- accurate description. I can't just like Sam Neill, but he's got a gun to his hip. Uh, he's like, and he's saying something. He's got his hands in the air and he's saying something. He seems to be trying to command the situation. Uh, he's at the far end of the car from them. The, the guards are kind of in the, in the middle of the car. And there's just a bunch of people fucking losing their minds. You see, uh, two, you see, uh, three Neo-Avians, um, a bunch of people in rosters, uh, a few synth morphs towards the back of the car, and people are. There's a lot. You could. There's a lot of shouting in that train car. You get over the mesh. You just hear Nashelliego, uh, and then you get an image of what he looks like, and then uh, Mantis Strip pops up and translates for you, flashing colors, and then it says, "I found him." Cool. Ah, okay. All right. So, uh, so point. Pointless action that I just think is uh, that I think is uh, cool visually. It's uh, I will just thumb a control on my uh, on my breather mask since I've got one of those, and it just turns the uh, faceplate opaque on my end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I push another button, and then it turn and then there's just a little uh, light bright style smiley face, Daft Punk style, on the front of it. And then it's kick the do- then it's tear the door off the hinges and uh, get and then get behind cover to see if they just unload. Now, I believe that the Fury has Neurochem. Uh, does, in fact, have Neurochem level one, yes. Does, do they have speed marked on the character sheets? 
Uh, I believe so. Furies have, I, I believe they have a speed modifier of one and then two once they pop the Neurochem. Well, speed modifier of one is speed. That's what everyone has. Right. Oh, okay. Then it's two when I uh, get the Neurochem up there. Yeah. Uh, so, I assume you activate your Neurochem pretty much the minute you guys got near the train. Uh, oh, yeah, I've, got it. I've got it as well, so... Oh, cool. So you're both fucking running. This is going to be piss easy. Uh, What's the Dazzler? Dazzler makes, uh, makes it so that all of the sensors and cameras in a room can't see you. Okay. Uh, that'd be a good thing to use now if you don't want to be recorded. Yep, I uh, would like and it, to. And it blinds synth morphs as well. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh, my... my... Uh, other half, I guess, will be when it gets to my turnaround, I'm going to try and break the window and throw in the Dazzler. It's like a grenade, I assume. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have you guys have smart links on your guns? Or not? Yes. Uh, mine, doesn't, mine, doesn't, mine doesn't look like it. Yeah. So you won't be able to use the smart link on your gun while the Dazzler is in effect either. So that's worth pointing out. But it's just, you know. I have a, I have a knife. I don't need a gun. Well, you will, it just means you don't get your plus 10. It's like, mm. stop the gun shooting. Um, so yeah, you throw the, the Dazzler in, um, basically, so you kick the window open, throw the Dazzler in, uh, you jump in through the, uh, through the door, you hear the, the cops saying, uh, say, oh shit, and then the guards, like, start to sweep towards you, and then you can tell that those guards are blind. Um. <laughs> nice. And they can't use their smart links to aim. Because the smart links are also dazzled. Uh, so, so yeah. By uh, by amusing coincidence, I noticed that my sword, my mono sword, actually deals after taking armor into account uh, exactly, almost exactly as much damage as my uh, as my SMG. So, and if they're blind, <laughs> then maybe it'd be cool to be near them and do this with a sword. Okay, I think so that you walk fun. through the crowds of screaming people, um, you know, with your sword drawn. <laughs> and describe to me how you dispatch four guards, I guess. So, uh, as they are blind, and probably in the reflexive few seconds, and in the high speed, uh, Tang crouches low and closes the last ten feet uh, as they're just sort of shoving people aside. Uh manages to uh, shoulder check one to get in uh, to sort of knock it off balance and get into the center of them. And as they are then turning around, it is a span of it close range, grab, grab the one, stab with sword, uh, crouch down again, pull for sword right. free, slash across another one. And then right, so as you're doing that to the first two... Yeah, sure, I was going to sec there. So as as he stabs the first one and then moves to do his second attack against the next one, their tap nets are still working. So while they can't see anything, they see the thing, you know, they see that, uh, oh, your ally has been slashed across the chest. Oh, your ally uh, just had their power cords, uh, their main power systems uh, severed on their morph. Uh, so they're losing power in the rest of their systems. So then... Uh, the two other, you killed one of the men, and then the two other men just pull the triggers on their SMGs. Um, okay. 
you guys have higher speed, so you might be able to save some of the civilians if you move quickly. So what do you do? Finish, finish the others off. Well, I was going to actually say that I came down from the ceiling, because mm-hmm. being an octopus, I could have, and then drop onto one and take mm-hmm. one totally. out. With, I have a wasp knife. Oh, um, yeah, that injects poisons into people. You like Does that venom? I made it myself. Would that work on them? Does it say what you've got in your wasp knife? Um, it just says wasp knife. Right, so you can um, put whatever you want in there. You can just use it to inject air, but they are in synth, so it's pretty much only nanos, disassembler swarms are going to do anything to them. Well, if we, yeah, I, I guess it could you be could that. Just have, you could just have the sabotage thing in there as well, the sabotage stuff that you've got. Okay, that works. Yeah. Uh, so you you know you shove that down into the into the into its into the thing's neck and start prying with all of your uh, with all of your octo arms and rip the guy's head uh, from from his body uh, and uh, you know a, a quick pulse of bullets sprays the the ground uh, beneath him and then his uh, and then his hand uh, seizes up and crushes the trigger of the gun and it stops shooting. Um, what do you do to the other one, uh, George? Uh, as you swing uh, around to slice him, I'm guessing. Uh, I am going to uh, go for the arm. I'm going to try and take the arm off as my way of stopping him from just spraying the civilians, I guess. And also uh, also have it be morally questionable whether or not I meant to do that or if I just wanted to kill that guy. Uh, make me a blades check because this is actually a difficult one. You've got to hit the joint. Okay. Uh, to to sever sever it properly. Okay. And that is a. I moved away from the page. Uh, blades. That is a fifty-six out of sixty, which is pretty high. If you want me to, I'll burn the moxie to upgrade that to a crit success. You don't need to upgrade it because you like you have advantage, basically. Like you had, okay. I wouldn't have made you roll if it weren't for the fact that you were trying to cut off his arm specifically, um, okay. because they're blinded. This is the this is the the great part of planning in Eclipse Phase. If you plan properly and you have the right tool for the job, like a dazzler, it's like I don't even have to roll to kill this guy. He just dies. Uh, yeah, so you slice through the arm before uh, he can really pull the trigger, but. Uh, and uh, you hear him shouting, "My arm! They took my goddamn arm! They took my arm!" And then he like reaches out with his other free arm, try and grab at you. Make me a fray at plus ten. Uh, eighteen out of seventy-five. I got a twelve, so you beat me uh, <laughs> as well. I was not confident in that roll. <laughs> Indeed, it was close. Uh, yeah, so you beat me. Uh, he he, about to grab you. Uh, you just sort of move out of the way with your high speed. Uh, um, uh, and you hear, you both hear the woman uh, shouting, uh, "Comp up on the asset! Comp up on the asset!" And she's like pulling. She must have pulled up a map uh, uh, of the room um, from, you know, when she could still see. And you see her, like, kind of bear hug the guy and start, like, pushing him along the the, the ground. 
like they're, tr- they're sort of fast, uh, hunched crawling. Um, and they're trying to crawl towards the back of the car from a, uh, away from where George's character, Tang, uh, entered, which is actually towards the dude in the, the blue stuff. Blue stuff that's just drawn his gun and is pointing it towards you. Uh, as you shout, everybody put your hands down! Uh, Martian Ranger Corps! Uh, surrender, and I will treat y'all leniently! Uh, and he can see? He can see. He's in a biomorph. Uh, so, so how are the Martian Rangers on the scale of Hypercorp folks? Well, so that, as, uh, as we mentioned um, when we were doing our campaign planning earlier today, mm-hmm. uh, the Martian Rangers uh, have, have a lot of ideological splits within them, but one of the big ones is um, you're never quite sure when you meet a Martian Ranger whether they're friendly to the Barsoomians or whether they're a hypercorp um, plant, right? Because, mm. you know, the Rangers are basically the, the, the federal police of Mars, they they don't work local crime. They work like you know they they're very much the uh, they're very much uh, inspired by the Mounties from Canada uh, and the um, Texas Rangers. So they're uh, they they they're Sweet. a special okay. force basically. Um, so the hypercorps want Rangers uh, in their pocket so that when you know somebody fucking. When some terrorist blows up a mine, they can use the Martian Rangers' legal powers to hunt that guy down and, you know, torture them for all eternity. Um, uh. And the Barsoomians want Rangers in their pocket so that when the Commonwealth, uh, so that when one of their terrorists blows up a Martian, uh, a hypercorp mine, they can use the rangers to spirit their operative away into security when he gets arrested. It's like, oh well, yo, uh, we'll ride on his tail, but then he, he jumped off. Uh, he jumped off the cliff down to the bottom of Valis Mariners, uh, splattered his brains uh, all over the bottom of the cliff, and uh, completely huh. trashed his cortical stack in the process. Who would have thunk it? One in a million chance uh, of okay. destroying his cortical stack. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, concussion missiles. Mm-hmm. How, big are, how, how big's the blast radius? It's a it's a it's a micro missile. Yeah, that just means that it's a small round. <laughs> um, let me bring up weapons quickly. Concussion missile. I've got the the page open. It'll be under grenades. Um, at the bottom, towards the bottom. Concussion, concussion, concussion. There's antimatter grenades. Concussion. Um, any character caught within the blast, the base blast radius of 10 meters, which is, this carriage is probably not more than, <laughs> more than 15 long, um, must make a sometimes two test. Which is a very that's not an easy test to pass. If they fail, they are knocked down. Um yeah, it doesn't do it does do damage. It does one D ten divide by two damage, so it's not likely to kill anyone. But uh, uh not, I can also I can also shock glove them. 
Yeah, shot gloves doesn't work on sense, but it does work on biomass. But you still got yeah, the guy's crawling towards him. But yeah, the dude's holding up his gun. He's like, look, I don't want to put, I don't want to put anybody down. But you did just kill a bonded security agent, so I'm gonna have to arrest you. Uh, uh, Now maybe, now maybe you've got a good reason for killing him. Maybe you guys are bonded ego hunters. Maybe I will need to take you in and see your warrants. Oh man, <laughs> Tex, Tex, you are adorable. I, you made it. You made my mind up for me. You get the shocker, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and go. Trying to work with you here. I, I think, um, yes, this is the one we need to take with us. The one on the ground. We will go with you if you take him, too. All right. Uh, and you see him shoot uh, the other security agent. Uh, and then you, and then you hear him say in a loud voice, uh, you say in a loud voice, uh, uh, risking the public safety of native <laughs> uh, Martian citizens uh, is a crime punishable by a ranger's discretion. Uh, <laughs> if in the moment a ranger felt that his life or the life of a Martian citizen was threatened, uh, he has the he has the right to use uh, deadly force. He sort of says this to the carriage. Um, <laughs> and I'll he, say to him, as you can see, the only ones we, uh, we, we took down were the ones aiming at the citizens. Yes, I thank these fine uh, individuals <laughs> for helping me to diffuse uh, the tensions in this carriage. Uh, now, uh, well, civilians, I need you to calm down. Uh, if you look under your seats... There are Martian survival belts under there. You will see um, breathers. Let's get those on uh, uh, so that we so that nobody loses air. We're gonna have to. We're probably gonna be waiting here for a few hours for a rescue to come. So let's let's simmer on down and sort things out. And the guy walks over to you um, and uh, sort of holsters his gun. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> like. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and make me a firewall check, please. Networking. Uh, I'm not a firewall agent. No, you're not. Please. 28. 28. Quite a uh, I did not yeah. get you, sir, you see, as you look at him, um, your AR turns on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a um, an eye of Horus uh, glowing on his neck. Uh, and he sort of puts a hand out towards you uh, and says, uh, Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Julian. Um, or um, where is my Eclipse phase? Where's my Eclipse phase folder, which has my Martian Ranger document sitting? Uh, I am, uh, did I say Joshua? Julian. Julian. I, I'm Julian. Um, and Fries? 
<laughs> Julian Fries. No, uh, I'm Ranger Julian. Um, two six five uh, Octagon forty seven. Uh, which you know is his ranger identification code. Um, uh, you can no, make a researching I, I, check to know what it means. Research under... Just research is, a, is an research. Do you have it? I rolled a 12. Nice. Uh, 265 means that he is from uh, Special Activity Battalion. Um... Octagon, so identification numbers in Eclipse Phase have physical components, right? So if you were on the mesh, he wouldn't say octagon. He would, he would, there would just be a string of, there would be 265, an actual octagon, uh, and then a 12. Um, he could also have as his uh, identification code dodecahedron. Okay. Um, or, um, he, you can have three D objects as well. He might have. You could have hypercube as your <laughs> as your identif identifier. Uh, the number after the symbol indicates um, how many other agents have, in the history of the Martian Rangers, used that same physical symbol. Okay, so what was so the number means, one more time? Uh, Two six five. Octagon 47, which means that there have been 47 other Octagon Rangers before him. Okay. Uh, so I will send, I will give him a, a private, when uh, I go to shake my tentacle with his hand, mm -hmm. I'll give him a private message that says, uh, <clears throat> what do you do when the exterminator's late? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you could come up with any call and response. <laughs> And you, use, <laughs> and you use the RPPR one. It's classic. You could have used the world. You could have used the D-Day Flash and Thunder, but you use <laughs> fucking use uh, your uh, and he's, he's, he's back across. Um, you burn the apartment building down. You're using some old ID codes there. <laughs> Even, most of the folks that use that one are no longer around, so yeah, first I heard that server was discontinued. <laughs> <coughs> oh yeah, they these two are sort of uh staring at each other, they're shaking hands, they you know, they're exchanging pleasantries, um tang. Um yes, I'm, I'm looking between them realizing that I completely misinterpreted what uh what Martian Ranger Julian was saying. Uh, what he meant, I took him to be a a uh, new kid on the block, but I realize now that something else has gone on entirely. So I guess I'll just look and see what happened to that guy we were supposed to get. He's, uh, oh yeah, is he trying to go? I'll just wrap a tentacle around him. Uh, he's, his ankle. Pinned, he's pinned under this female guard morph as uh, Tang lifts her off and sort of picks him up, and he's and he's sort of a he's sort of making this weird. Um, kind of crying noise that his voice seems to not quite be able to express properly. He's probably that's, trying that's, to, to cry out in his native language that this body is not built to replicate. Yeah. That's that's just sad. 
Um, <laughs> right. so he says, uh, the, the, you know, he's crying to you, Tang, as you pick him up. Um, and the two raid, the, the, the two firewall agents are having a conversation inside of another conversation. Um, <laughs> as he basically asks you, uh, are you here working? Have you been activated or is this? This is a side job for right. one of my okay. kind. Cool. Um, but I actually was thinking I might have some info to send back to them. Yeah, sure. If you've got something you want to feed them. Um, do you have something to clone? Uh, do you have like a spare on you to clone a copy of an ego? Uh, if you dropped it. Something I, I was thinking about basically no. copying this guy's info. No, but if I... If I take the ego, I can get you a copy within eight hours. Eight hours would be too long. They'd know. <clears throat> not if it took not if it took you eight hours to get back in mesh range. You know. You could get back it's in your escape vehicle and then go radio silent. That would be perfectly reasonable. And act like I was trying to avoid having a tail and all of that. Yeah, exactly. You just wait out in the outback for a while, and then the radio, you know, emails you a copy of the dude's ego. Because mm-hmm. I'm—I mean, I might be a, a hidden concern assassin, but I'm also a member of Firewall, to, you know. So I would think getting a copy of this person's information to Firewall would be useful on because I'm also sending them back to hidden concern. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, Look, is uh, looks like your that phone... one's not on our. He, he has no idea. Yeah, cool, fine. Um, all right. He was just gonna shoot you. You guys, he's gonna shock him. <laughs> you guys got a. Uh, you guys got exfiltration planned here, or? Yeah, we got it. We got a ride. Okay. Well, how about um? If you tell them, well, right, you need right. to escort us out of here, and so, then we leave, uh, and he, somebody's he, on their way. Yeah, he turns to um, turns to uh, Tang and sort of walks up, like, and whispers to Tang, "Your friend and I have made a bit of a business arrangement, so just roll with me on this one." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. curl a tentacle to look like a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Silent thumbs up and uh, just a uh, just a little antiquated like uh, col- uh, colon capital D just sideways appear appears on <laughs> winky <the> face <laughs> on your opaque mask wink. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, he turns with the crowd. All right, now everybody simmer down. Let's stay calm. I have contacted the train. Uh, they are, they're gonna, they're, they're backing up on the rail. Now it's going to take them an hour. They've got to reverse momentum, all that jazz. Uh, now they're going to, they're going to come back, uh, and they're going to pick you up and they're going to help you get, uh, get on to the, to the next safe haven. Uh, I, uh, it is of vital importance that this witness, uh, get X, uh, gets, uh, transported, uh, to the city. Uh, these fine individuals have a vehicle. I've contracted with them. Uh, I've commandeered their services under uh, under the Martian Security Act. Uh, so uh, we're gonna. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to leave you all. 
Uh, but rest assured, uh, help is on the way. Uh, if you have any uh, other requirements, uh, if, you, if you run into any trouble, uh, you have contact access to uh, the train. Your mesh inserts should be working fine. We've got comms. You've got air for 48 hours. Uh, there should be some rations in those Martian survival belts. Just stay calm. Stay with the train. Uh, and so uh, he turns to you guys like, is there anything else you guys need before we get off board? Uh, as I'm standing there on two tentacles, six of my tentacles are picking the other bodies clean. <laughs> you guys haven't yet um, secured the weapons cap. That's in the oh. other car, right? Oh, yeah. that's right. Now the train's coming back. We have an hour, though. Yeah. So you guys might need to grab the weapon shipment out of that and dr and drag it off the off the tray, rather than just leaving the whole carriage here. Yeah, because that was your original plan. Just leave the carriage and let the scavengers get the weapons off. Now you might actually have to grab the weapons. Uh, yeah, it's, let's, it's let's not do far. that. It's not far. We'll we'll be fine. Yeah. We not can, far to get to well, the car. Well, can the can the car help carry it at all, or is it too much for the car? You don't know. You haven't like You haven't surveyed how look. much weapons yeah. you've got. Yeah, I tell him we out. have to make a stop at the other car. We'll throw and let's. So we'll take the other person with us, and we'll. Walk so off this one. Grab your your whale man and drag him into the back car. Um, yep. There's a. It's very. It's very densely packed in here. Um, you basically have to like for the for the humanoids. You have to kind of scoot sideways with your chest and back touching against uh, the two massive stacks of boxes in order to even get into this space. Like it's not really. Not me. Uh, well, you're an octopus, so you fucking get through easy. It's, no problem for you. You've got collapsible synthetic bones that they put into your body so that you could actually survive outside of water better um, and keep your head inflated. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of crates of shit in here. Um, is, and the guy's like, so what exactly are you guys trying to find in here? Eh, I just sort of gesture at the Well, we know what we're, we're looking for... Are we looking for? We're just looking for a specific set of weapons, aren't we? Yeah, I, thought this, I, thought weapon. Weapon. Yeah. I thought this yeah. was all weapons. Shipment it's of weapons. It's not all weapons. Oh, okay. Um, this is a freight car. You see a uh, shipment of. Um, you see one thing that is tagged with the Terra Genesis logo, um, and you know you look at the inventory on that crate, and it is a shipment of um, heavily modified um, seed crop. Uh, so that's going out to probably a new farming concern somewhere out okay. in the outback. Uh, you see a shipment of medical supplies. Uh, you actually see a morph storage container. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, not doesn't have a clear. Um, it's clearly for a biomorph or a podmorph, but it doesn't have a. Um, it doesn't have a window on it or anything. Um, yeah, it is labeled as. It actually doesn't have any markings on it. Well, that's interesting, but I don't think we'll be able to get it out of here along with everything else. Um, um, you see, uh, and then you see uh, a item marked as direct action. Uh, three large crates. They look like military, military crates, and they have direct action logos on them. They're probably weapon shipments. I'll slide a tentacle into one of the crates and touch around. 
Yeah, um, you feel um, in the top container, you feel a seeker launcher along with ammo. Um, you can't quite tell the type of ammo uh, from just feeling it. But I know it's a crate we need, so. Yeah. All right, um, it's these, these crates. Mm -hmm. So does All anyone right. check what the other two crates have in them? I'll, I'll poke into them once we start moving them. Yeah. So. Um, the uh, second crate has some small arms. Uh, and demo uh, assault rifles. Um, by the feel of it, they've got they've got uh, they've got an uh, uh, underslung shredders, underslung shard pistols. So basically, they have shotgun uh, underslung shotguns rather than like an underslung grenade launcher, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they have underslung shotguns on the front of the assault rifles, and then the third crate has. Components. It feels like components, and as you pull them to a, you, you know, you trigger the door on the, you break the door of the um the side panel of the train car over open and push the crates out. You get down onto the Martian Rouge and you open up that third crate and you look inside and it's just, it's just a shit ton of components, like. They're clearly like pressed in here in special ways and orders, but you, and it looks like it's vaguely to do with weapons because you see something that looks like ammo towards the side, but you can't tell what the fuck this thing is. Does anyone have any kind of huh. thing that would let them identify what a weapon is? Hardware armorer, for example? Uh, I've, I've got that one. Academics, military science would also work. What's your hardware armorer at? At 40, so it's kind of going to be a long shot, so... Yeah, make the roll as you try to fit these components together to hopefully get it into a shape that makes sense to you. Okay. I have demolitions, I don't know if that would help. That would help uh, destroy the uh, item. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got 47. Ooh, what do you, you have you do with that? Uh, I've got plenty of moxie left, so I'll go for a reroll. We are pretty close to the end of the scenario, so go for All right, so it's a forty-two. Um, <laughs> do, do I Can want I aid to? Do you, have, do you have a, a knowledge skill or a hardware skill that would help him? I have academics. I have chemistry. I have demolitions, which would be you know you'd have to know how to take apart and put together bombs. Mm, um, bomb. You'd know if it was a bomb immediately. Uh, let's see, and then I—I I mean, I have. Russian contract killer. That would do anything. I, I will research. let you give him a plus 10 with your profession contract killer, which gets okay. him over the line. You know, you start sort of putting this together and then the ranger's like, what are you, what are you guys doing? I thought you needed to get this shit out of here. Like, why are we, sh what, why are you kidnapping this guy and, and taking a shipment of guns? Who is this for? And he looks at you, uh, double O. As if to mm -hmm. say, is this for your friends or is this for our friends? Um, it's for the weapons are for I forget who the weapons were for. For your friends, as opposed your to your friends. They're for the hidden concern. They wanted this as well. Yeah. So yeah. there, it's all for it's all for my friends. Yeah. He's uh, like, look, I'm not. I'm not supporting terrorism. Okay, I'm friendly to the movement. You and I run in some other shared circles, but I'm not about 
to start a terrorist, uh, to help fund a terrorist organization. And that's when, uh, Tang, you work out what this is. Um, you did a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, uh, friendly cooperation on Locus. Uh, Locus, Locus? Locus. Locus is okay. the, um, is this very popular autonomous habitat out near, um, the satin i'm pretty sure okay um might be uranus one of the two anyway the point is that a guy that lives at locus uh is a former uh javanese indonesian um space navy admiral of massive renown who defected during the fall and took the entire javanese space navy with him uh, when they ordered him to abandon Earth uh, and ignore the refugee ships. And he was like, fuck you, I'm not going to let a bunch of people die. <laughs> uh, and so huh. he basically wrote the literal book on uh, autonomous warfare. Um, he wrote kind of this anarchist's warfare book, right? Um, and Locus has been invaded by Hypercorp interests something like five times, and every time they've won. Um, and you, rec- uh, and that's why you recognize this because you've done had training on a weapon like this. This is a highly advanced new version of a plasma cannon. Uh, this is okay. this is a. This is like a siege plasma gun. This is, you know, an anti-tank weapon that can also be used to as a to bring down a building. Um, this is the kind of weapon you want when you fight a Fenrir. Um, this is this is uh, okay. This is military grade shit, um, and it was being shipped to Elysium for some reason or something you don't can't really decipher the actual shipment details uh yeah Um, this is this is a big thing this is like this is like finding you this is like finding a tank you know this is like um side note were we made clear of how many or how much stuff or given an idea of what we were looking for aside from it being weapons no and they said it was optional they told you there was a weapon shipment they wanted. They didn't tell you what the weapons were. They didn't tell you how many there were. They just told you it was in the last kid, uh, car. Presumably, they thought it would be pretty obvious what the weapon shipment was. Um, uh, they were the only direct action marked containers in the ship. And direct action, as well as being a mercenary company, also makes weaponry. And this was headed to direct action? This wasn't... You don't know who it was being delivered to other than it was heading in the direction of Elysium, but you don't know if Elysium was the final destination or if it was being offloaded on one, it, to one of these small towns. <laughs> Maybe it was going to Elysium to then be shipped elsewhere. Elysium is also near the TQZ. Um, maybe it was for yeah. that. Um, maybe it okay. was, you know... Who knows where this was going? Okay, so I am going to... All right, so... 
Uh, Tang is going to zone back in at this point, as this, uh, I imagine, as this argument is taking place. Yeah, like, I'm like, not, so I'm who, not... the, who the fuck is the, who, who are you getting these guns for? Who are these guns going to? I'm not a terrorist, all right? And, and we were stopping will... them from going somewhere here. And then I will share this information. <laughs> like, hey, uh, did you guys know, did you guys know about this, this thing here? Is this... What is it? My, this is, uh, this is... This is components for plasma cannons. This is cannon. This is one gun. It's one cannon. Oh, this is a component for a plasma cannon. This is uh, this is something that you'd use to uh, take down buildings or uh, or Fenrir morphs. This is this isn't the rest of this stuff is just uh, weapons stuff. This this thing here is uh, is a pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, why? I don't even... Why was this thing even on here? There's a, enough weaponry here to arm a... Um, to arm a platoon. Like, you've got enough assault rifles and seeker weapons. There's like 10 seeker weapon rifles in that crate, and there's about 30 or 40 um, assault rifles, and then this cannon. This is, this is equipment for a specific unit that clearly has a job it needs to do. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, now, if I, I understand it correctly, the, the hidden concern was going to pick it up, and they're not leaving it here, right? They're taking it off this planet? You don't know if they're taking it off world. Um, you know, if you were, if, if there wouldn't be a lot of reason to take guns off world. Really? Um, there's reasons to get... There's reasons to, because you can just print it, right? If they needed guns off world, criminals are in with scum. They just get a scum swarm to print it for them and then get them to drop it on planet or something. Uh, or the hidden concern basically controls their own planet. They can, they have access to fabricators. They can make any guns. Uh, the fact that they wanted them on Mars, where ownership of weapons is restricted, probably means that they were going to keep the guns here. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, they are guns for use on this planet. As to where, you know, the hidden concern might just want to sell them on to someone. Okay. All right. Um, so, a quick little, like, aside note to Double uh, O here, just through mesh. Mm-hmm. It's so just going to be, it's like, yeah, or the tack net. It's like, all right, this was optional. And you seem to have a thing with uh, Julian here. How strongly do you feel about this? Oh, the, the the weapons were completely optional. I they don't think we're getting them out of here. Objective. I don't think we're getting them out of here without a fight. I got you if you want it to be a fight. I don't think. I think if it starts a fight and we lose the fight, then someone worse than me is going to come for us. All right. I think it's best that we may leave these behind. I think we should take that morph though. So you. I guess. I mean, you see the, you see, money. The, um, you see your transport roll up. All right. Well, we got to make a decision quick, anyway. All right. I th- I think we should grab the morph container and take that because it's probably worth something, and we could sell that. Mm-hmm. I would leave the weapons behind, and I don't think it's a good idea for us to take them because we're not going to be able to get all three of these crates out of here, and 
Hey, we got we've got a perfectly reasonable excuse. It was uh, optional if it can work. I, I got mean, a pretty good you, mission. If you wanted, here. you could kill. You could use your sabotage grenades to kill the um, plasma cannon, um, and no one would know it was broken until they put it together and tried to fire it. Oh, I could do that too before we send it on. Because the sabotage. Because the sabotage nano machines specifically work by the person. You can't tell unless you perform a detailed analysis that it's broken. So if they yeah. just gonna, if they just, if they trust that the goods are in good condition, they'll put the gun together and then they're going to fire it. And nothing will happen. Yeah, I'll. I I don't have to fire the gun to do that, right? Could I crack the? Yeah, you can just take the grenade out and unscrew the nano uh, the cap and pour the nano machines all over the container, and yeah, that I'll way they that. yeah they. Like, no one even right. knows anything's happened. Uh, and if right. they ask, you just be like, oh, well, they, some of the some of the sabotage nanoswarms must have got on it when I, you know, attacked the um, train. My bad. Like, you still got all your assault rifles, right? All right. So what do you think, Julian? That seemed like a good compromise. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm going to... Where's my map? All right. So let's see. We're going to... Well, we can't go to Gale. All right, we're going to head, uh, there's an echo station up north. We're going to head there, and then uh, I know a ranger there. They've got, they got a clinic, so we'll, we'll get your, uh, slap this guy in an ego bridge, get you your copy, uh, and then you can uh, go on your way. You want, and I'll, I'll talk to him aside. If you think it... You can get firewall to pick these up before they find them. That's up to you. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm more likely to feed it to the Barsoomians, right? <laughs> but they don't they don't need artillery, they need politicians. Anyway, that's for me to worry about. Uh yeah, so you guys get in your four by four drive up towards uh uh fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you grab the morph. Do you guys want to see what's in the container? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's just something if it's something silly, then no point. You open it up, and there's... Um, it looks like a biomorph, but there's something off-putting when you look at it. Like, it, it's not it's not Uncanny Valley. It's not a remade, so it doesn't have, like, sharpened teeth or whatever. There's just something off-putting about it that you can't quite put your finger on. Um, but... Uh, or huh. technical on. Uh, it's just... You know, but above that, it looks like an exalt. Um, eh. Is okay. kind of top tier morph. Okay, well, that's how we'll make our extra money. It's a very top tier morph, but it's also a very bland morph. It's pretty. It gets like it gets like five <laughs> um, five aptitude bonuses of your choice. Uh, huh. But it's not. Um, doesn't have any crazy implants or anything. Does it? Uh, Weird. Huh. Does it look very plain and androgynous? Um, no. It looks like a woman. Um, oh. it seems to be expressing as uh, it's got a Central Asian phenotype, so like Middle East, um, kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if we can fit it in the car. Yeah, you, you load it into the back and you guys 
head off towards this echo station um so an echo station is like a terraforming town and it and it moves generally so like they everything's fabricated buildings they'll work a section terraforming for for a year or two and then they pack it up and move it like a couple of kilometers um in a uh, down the road and then work on terraforming that area it's uh like second stage terraforming so it's you know adding in biodiversity stuff adding in the organisms after um you've already added the water to an area okay so you of, got the water, so now I need bacteria and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the first, first stage of terraforming is dropping comets on Mars, which they do a lot of. And sometimes those comets do double duty. They launch them at the uh, quarantine zone. And like, yeah, well, <laughs> we need to shooting comets at the planet adds in heat, uh, adds in water. Uh, why don't we also use it as a kinetic projectile to bombard that section of our planet we're not allowed to use anymore? <laughs> and bomb the shit out of it till we're sure everything's dead. Everything has a use. Can I do some like research on the the morph while we're traveling? Sure. Um, don't have any. You don't really have anything to plug in, like as in information, other than it looks like an exalt. So you might need to do a bit of an investigation of the body to try and find uh. out something more about it. You need something else. Don't have enough data to do a research check that'll get you anything interesting yet. Let me look it over. Mm -hmm. um, uh, using contract killer, I would check for obvious kill spots to see if it's set up like a regular biomorph. Uh, right. Okay. So you want to see like you know where its arteries and nerve clusters are. Okay. Yeah, and see how how that you know how it looks what to the how it feels to the touch and basically is you you know when you're as a contract killer, you're going to know 10,000 ways to kill a man. Yeah. You're feeling <laughs> up one of the arms, and you notice that this thing has more nerve clusters than you'd expect in a in a biomorph. Like, um, yeah, it's weird. Like, it's not, wouldn't provide much of an advantage, really. It actually would probably slow down the transmission of signals, if anything, but it's not enough to provide a massive advantage uh, or disadvantage, really. It's just needlessly cluttered. It's kind of redundancy, but you don't need redundancy on nerves. Really? You know? Okay. Not obviously a pod or anything. No, no. She'd know it was a pod immediately. Okay. That's, that's kind of the only thing you get with that. Yeah. Oh, well. But you can totally make me a research check. I'll give you plus ten. All right. I imagine this is after where where we're going and yeah, you're loaded it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting in the back seat. I rolled eighteen. Nice. Um, that is great to me tonight. <laughs> you get um. I'm a bit rolling low. Okay, so what you get is no information. Nothing comes back. But it's a success. So your intuition tells you that this might be something that's top secret, never heard of. Maybe you should go to the, the, to the eye with this and ask them. Um, you know, the eye is very yeah. much the rumor mill reputation network. <laughs> like there's all sorts of weird shit on the firewall network. 
Um, like, Type message in forums of firewall. Hey guys, well, have you ever seen this? So basically, you're basically on the firewall network. You're as likely to find information about how to build a, how to dismantle a specific bomb as you are to find out uh, people asking questions about who won uh, every single Super Bowl before uh, Earth was lost, because of the fact that firewall agents just need. I just work in such esoteric circles that, you know, they need such strange collections of information. Like, you know, when you're trying to find out if a ring was boosted, uh, a championship Super Bowl ring was boosted from Earth, um, you need to know the providence of every fucking Super Bowl ring, right? And where they were and things like that, so... There's all sorts of weird ah. leads on the firewall network when you're just sort of reading it like a Facebook feed. So <laughs> do you ask the eye about this morph? Yeah, I think I will. Nice. Um, you go to, you're writing up your posts and you, you know, you, you send it out. You don't need to make me in a networking role because you, uh, you know, your post says that it's gone up, um, but you know that normally there's a bit of a delay because they normally have servers and stuff checking. I'm going to do this after we've got... Wait, no, they're on. They're the ones I'm copying the ego for. Yeah, exactly. Never mind, I'm good. <laughs> um, and uh, you get uh, a message. Um, uh, a request for contact gets relayed to you from your proxy, um, from your router, which is the person that manages you, basically. A handler is what a router is, and then uh, they send a contact request to you um, from another server, uh, from someone from another server, and they say uh, accepting contact from another server puts you uh, at operate risk. Uh, operational security exposure is risked. Um, uh, uh, I can just take down your message and delete it uh, and smooth this out. Or if you do actually need the information about the thing you posted, uh, you can accept contact from this other uh, other proxy. Um, but be forewarned that uh, you may start moving. You might start moving in some in a, in multiple circles. Okay, so basically, do I want to advance my firewall status? <laughs> yeah, basically. How how in with firewall do you want to get, and how servers sometimes sometimes there are multiple servers for the exact same task, um, and that but they are all researching it for different reasons, and they all have different angles on it. So, like, you might have the same, like, two servers working on the same, uh, on tracking down one, um, uh, tracking the movements of one hypercorp, but, like, one of them wants to, one of those servers wants to protect that hypercorp because it's useful to firewall that exists, and the other one wants to take it down because uh, it, it furthers the Barsoomian movement, and they want the Barsoomian movement to be furthered because that helps firewall because the Barsoomians are friendly yeah. uh, and the corpse. Uh, so you can get these two servers working against each other, even though, like, their end goals might be the same, like the protection of the human race. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's differences of opinion on how we want to protect the human race. 
Also, what counts as the human human race. Yeah, like a lot of the jo- the hardcore Jovian members of Firewall are like, well, fuck all y'all. If, Although there's probably not find... a lot of hardcore Jovians in Firewall. It's mostly going to be the borderline Jovians, like the people that are like, well, you're not human, but you're, that doesn't mean you're not person, right? You're persons. You're just not humans. Dolphins are not humans, they're persons. Yeah, you're you're a credit to your people. uh, I think I'll go in deeper with Firewall, because with Hidden Concern, I am loyal to them, but I also understand there's only ever going to be one direction with them. Yeah, okay, so you get get given um, a a new uh, address pops up in your Firewall directory, um, and it tells you that you have been connected to... um, that you have been put in touch with Proxy uh, Proxy Owen, um, and that Proxy Owen uh, is connected to a server called Snake Eyes. Um, he come and you see messages start f- folding into your vision from him. He says, "You're currently communicating through be- uh, through one of my beta forks." Um, they are tasked with dealing with events that come up on Mars. <sighs> uh, are you aware of what you found? No, that is why I was looking into it. I you think have, you guys would be the best ones to ask. It is highly important that you secure that morph at a firewall uh, cache, or cache, whatever version of English you're using, Uh what you have is a Faust. Uh, you may have heard rumors of this morph on the eye, uh, but I assure you, they do exist. That is a morph built specifically for Asyncs. Uh, it enhances their abilities. They're extremely rare and difficult for Firewall to get their hands on. Okay. Uh, there are currently two of us here, so make sure that's taken care of. Do not let uh, two six five octagon forty seven uh, know what you have. Okay. Uh, um, if you want, you can ask him why. I can assume they he would want it for uh, for Mars, but I'll ask why. Um, Octagon is working I- working with uh, working with server witch hunt. Server witch hunt is tasked with the management of the async problem. So they want to wipe them out. They don't necessarily want to wipe them out, but they want to limit the damage that Asyncs can do. Uh, okay. Giving Asyncs like special battle mage morphs kind of goes against their operational purview. Even if the Asyncs, even if said battle mages are firewalls, battle mages. Um, I'll let him know what where we're going to use the ego bridge, and that I am at, and um, 
if there's somewhere nearby there, and if he can make it look like I've arranged for it to just be picked up as as an exalt morph for you guys. I'm contacting another. I'm contacting another uh, server and proxy group that will uh, assign uh, Octagon another op- another opportunity. Um, we, you, you, and I will never meet again. Uh, do not attempt to contact me. Um, bef- and one last thing: if there's a, a payment we can receive, is I do have an, a, a friendly working with me, so I need to make it look realistic. Firewall is not a money making venture. And then the connection closes. <laughs> Oh, so your friend's a scum. Yeah, I know, but I wanted him to. So you find a buyer for that. I morph? wanted to say, yeah, I wanted to say I found a buyer, and then hand him a small amount of money and say, here's my, your half. My swarm, my swarm wants to get an antimatter engine. So if it's a rare morph, like that could pay be, most of it. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I would be pretty popular back at the swarm for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but uh, I think I think this session uh, I think we'll close out this with you know you guys talking about money uh, and then the wager <laughs> you know he comes out and hands you um, ha- you know palms off some data to you like uh, so that's your copy of the ego um, do you actually need proof of kill or can I you know move this guy along um uh, you can handle him sweet so we're gonna. I got just the right place for him. And the beautiful part is I would need to head there now anyway. So I will see you all later. You see him walk over towards a, a kind of um, a kind of a buggy looking thing. A smaller vehicle than the one you guys are than the vehicle you guys are came in, but it's a it's a it's a Martian flying car and he like pushes the guy into the thing and then you know drives out of town and then you see it lift off as you guys are left there discussing, you know, payment balance and getting back to the main Martian cities. Uh, okay. But, uh, that's all stuff that is irrelevant to the scenario. So there you go. That was a quick ish eclipse face scenario. Yeah, it went pretty good. Yeah, fun. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, so, please check out uh, Jen's Etsy store. Uh, uh, what was the name of that again? Uh, it's The name of the business is Eclectic Eccentricities. The shop is uh, etsy.com slash shop slash Ecce Rose. E-C-C-E Rose. Brilliant. Uh, and please check out our other Eclipse phase actual plays or really any of our actual plays Uh, and if you like this podcast please share it with your friends Uh, otherwise farewell from the past I'm Raymond